Uh, hi, everybody. This is Nick Moisovsky with the Rochester Lancers podcast. Here today with uh, Rochester Lancers defender Glenn Holmes. Glenn, how are you doing this evening? Great, thanks. Now, and yourself? I'm not doing too bad. Uh, Glenn, um, you told me uh, you're, you're from uh, Moon, Ireland. Tell me a little bit about um, you know what life is like there. I really, I really don't know much about Ireland. Um, Aside from, you know, just like the capital city, Dublin, and a couple other uh, places. So, um, is it a small town? Is it is it near any big cities? Yeah, it's um, it's it's a it's a very small village in in a county, and there's there's thirty two counties in 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 Ireland as as a whole, and in that county of Kildare, there's it's a little village called Moon. It's it's kind of a there could be there's roughly around five hundred people in the village, and um. Yeah, there's not much to do now, to be honest. It's there's a football pitch or a soccer pitch down there, and uh, it's it's kind of a farming farming area and proud farmers around that. So um, that's really it's a real small. It's unique in itself. It's is a monument there. That's there's only one or two in Ireland. So it's it's a, it was a good place to live. It's kept me out of trouble when I was younger. So, and I noticed that you you um you said on your profile that you uh like to farm or you love to farm actually uh was that kind of having to do with uh the, where you grew up and just your background yeah absolutely um i'd come home from school every every day and my father would ask me to uh to go up and, and help him on the farm and i kind of grew into liking it towards the end and uh moving out here was was different obviously um, coming and like a lot of the time i'd be i'd be here and thinking god i could be doing something on the farm or something like that but yeah no it's it farming is something i i do enjoy and it's a good uh, good way to get outside and enjoy the fresh air i suppose and get and get away from the struggles of other things uh now is there like certain like fruits or vegetables that you would grow is there anything well, yeah we were beef farmers so well we'd have a uh, livestock with cows and, and sheep mm-hmm. so we we um we looked after them for We've always had it like that, and I myself worked on a dairy farm, um, a couple of couple of um, minutes away. So it was kind of it was robotic milking, so it was handy enough to to relax on that farm. But that was the only one of them in in, in the county at the time. That's uh, very definitely very interesting. Um, now, you know, I asked a couple of the other uh, uh, international players. I spoke with uh, Ben Allen a few weeks ago, and. Um, you know, my question for him, I'm going to ask you the same question, is how you ended up uh, coming to the United States to play soccer? Yeah, um, it was, I, I balanced actually uh, rugby and Gaelic football, which is an Irish traditional sport, uh, and soccer all together at the at my last uh, year in high school. And halfway through it, uh, my mother actually seen a website, like over a recruiting website of people coming over to America and experience college while playing soccer and she said god why don't you why don't you attempt going for that so i did and um thankfully i i ended up here i was actually told i was going to the new york city i ended up in batavia new york but uh, i'm not complaining but that's kind of the story and how i i ended up over here yeah um you know there's a lot of a lot of opportunities uh to you know continue playing uh at a at a high level here i know that that is one of the things that ben mentioned that if you don't make it to like a, um, I don't know if it was a like an academy or like a, yeah, you to catch on with the team, you kind of, um, you know, your your opportunities kind of run out. So it's it's good that you you, know, you can come here and um, 
you know, I noticed you, you know you came to school here, and you also uh, were a scholastic All-American, which uh, shows that you know I think you're you're a pretty well-rounded person as well. Not only you know as a uh, All-American soccer player, which you were, um, but also a scholar All-American. Um, was there uh, was grades a part of the um, uh, like criteria for you coming here? Did you have to be a good student? Um, yeah, it was it was important, all right, to definitely to move on from a two year to a to a four year. Very important to have to have good grades and financially it, it helps out as well with uh, imp- improvement on, on scholarship offers. Uh, I kind of took it easy back in Ireland myself with the with the homework and stuff. So coming out here, I knew that there was no point in wasting the opportunity I had. Uh, I suppose tried to excel in everything I I did at GCC and thankfully it, it worked out for the best. Yeah. Now, how did you end up at GCC? Because, I mean, we had, I mean, well, four or five players, uh, four of your, the, your teammates or your ex-teammates, like you had Will was on the team and Dean, Dean Byrne and Rafa. Yeah. Um, how did, how did uh, they, because I remember when I was, when I was in college, GCC never really had that strong of a program. And I look at it now, I mean, you guys won the national title last year. Uh, you were the, the captain as well of the team. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So how, how did, how did you end up there, and how um, you know did they end up with such a strong uh, program? Um, well, I, I was a f- I was kind of afraid at, at at the start to where I was going in America. I wasn't sure in in like uh, what I'd how I get on with like the different cultures of of America and stuff like that. So when I when I seen on the roster that it was it was full of English and and, and a couple of Irish guys that I seen, and the coach is obviously Irish as well, Ken Gavin. So. Um, and he, he's he's an excellent recruiter, and I could see that they had potential to win it. They just haven't, they could just couldn't seemingly do it in in, in the last couple of years. And I thought that brilliant. I, I'd be able to go there, and I'd be surrounded by like culture of English and Irish that I knew to get off to a good start. And it, it has definitely, um, it's it's a family out here, really. When you when you think about it. when you have the, the, all the the same guys coming over here to do the same thing, you kind of kind of group together and, and become a family and I'm, I'm delighted I, I ended up coming here and GC is a very strong program at the moment it's it's only getting better and I'm sure there'll be plenty more national t- titles in the coming years yeah I mean and you know from a recruiting standpoint that's definitely helped us the Lancers uh, it's given us kind of a, a pipeline into uh, somewhere where we can um, you know get good good young players and um, I mean, we loved having all you guys from the team, and wish you guys nothing but uh, success in the the future. Um, um, now, your time with the Lancers, um, what did you expect of the level of play? Were you kind of um, at first? Is it what you expected? Is it did you expect it to be a higher level, or kind of like what you you know what you thought it would be? Um. The, the truth is, uh, with GCC, um, it's it gets to a very high level when you go to a national tournament and, and the, the regional finals and stuff like that. And I, I feel like every time I play for the Lancers, it's it's like being in the national tournament final. To be honest, um, the it, the intensity is massively improves. But uh, I'm the kind of player to to if you give me a couple of days or a couple of weeks to get used to it, I'll. I'll mold into the player that needs to be for the kind of for the NPSL or the league and team and I feel, I feel like that I did that this uh, this last year and this year I'm, I'm more than ready for the season ahead so but definitely the the, comp- the competition 
and every every team in it, it's very tight. Like there's only could be one or two one or three one. Like you wouldn't get higher than that. And it's it, like if you make a mistake, they'll punish you. The other teams. So yeah, and I think um, our region, the Midwest region, probably had the most. Um, I think balanced teams. You didn't you didn't see any big, you didn't see any five nothing, six nothing games. Every game. With with all the teams um, was pretty close, and that, that was pretty indicative of the standings. That uh, from first to fifth place was only separated by three points, so it was a tight and tight race. And I anticipate this year probably be the same. A lot of the other teams that are in the region, um, you know, they they do their homework and they they scout out players, and um, you know, so. But yeah, that's uh, you guys were definitely a help. The GCC. Uh, <laughs> Contingent, you guys are definitely a um, big boost to the team. Uh, now, do you have a preferred position uh, on the field? Um, yeah, I, I do actually. It's when I came before I came out here. I was, I was more of an attacking player. I never, I never played. Either. And I came to GCC and I, I filled in at centre back for the first year. And uh, I actually took the number ten jersey for my second year, thinking that I'd be an attacking player. But I ended up at the back again and. Obviously during the summer, um, I played at the back, so I'm starting to think maybe I'm a, I'm a centre back now. But um, definitely, if if they gave me a chance at midfield, I'd I'd, I'd love that. All right. And was there anyone on the Lancers this year that you looked up to, um, kind of as like a, a mentor, um, that kind of maybe showed you the ropes a little bit with, you know, the the MPSL level and. Yeah. Um, j- j- the the captain Jake Schindler was was massive and Alex Harling as well. They were both centre backs in in my position and um, they uh, they definitely they taught me a lot. They're currently still teaching me a lot. Um, I, I learned I learned a lot about the game and how to compose yourself from the back um, with them last summer and thankfully been uh, been kicking the ball around with them lately and it's definitely um, they're still they're still teaching me day by day and I'm. I'm delighted I could have them too to to uh, show me how to do it yeah I mean they're both uh, definitely very experienced players uh, Alex and Jake uh, Jake Jake's been uh, you know one of the top you know in my mind one of the top defenders in this area for the last like 10 10 12 years and um, not only uh, like on the field but you know his physicality but also the his mental approach to the game he reads the game very well and um, you know, he's definitely a, a guy I think that can. Uh, I'm glad we have on the team that he could. Um, you know, and I think he's. I think he's the oldest player on the team. So yeah, he's got the experience. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like when you when when the going gets tough and and things get nervy or stuff like you, you can look at him and you, you know he'll have an answer. You know he'll tell you what to do or or how to encourage you on. And that's that's definitely something I've learned and try to apply as. As as the captain at GCC this year, just the kind of controlled mental side of it, and being calm and collective, and, and not losing your head too often. Yeah. Um, now, do you have a team that you root for, or multiple teams that you root for in uh, Europe? And uh, what do you what do you think of uh, like MLS as well, uh, Major League Soccer? Have you do you, do you watch any games? Uh, I know we're kind of a uh, overseas. We're not really. Um, I don't know. If, we're seen as a joke, but it's not, you know, not taking it seriously. But have you had a chance to watch MLS, any MLS games? Yeah, um, absolutely. I watched the the Slatan masterclass there last week against 
Los Angeles. But uh, no, that's like the fact that you can bring someone like Slatan over to America is is crazy. It, would, it was unheard of ten years ago. No one had ever expected that, and it's it's constantly grown. And like you have the likes of Atlanta United, Boston at the moment, and and like the fact that you're getting young players in as well from Brazil and, and, and Mexico to, to compete. You definitely, I, I always said it, and I, I think in another 20 years' time it could become a, a massive Super League with the best players in it, just with the way the money's going and the, the passionate fans and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, no, definitely. And, and in terms of who I support, be I Manchester United is who I support back in back in uh, in the promised land. And uh, they're not going too well at the moment, but... I'm sure in, in a couple of years they'll get a sword. They had a pretty nice game yesterday. They came, they came back and won three yeah. against oh, the rivals. Um, I mean, they're not going to oh. win the title, but you know they're going to finish, you know, top four. So yeah, yes, yeah, so I suppose. But for for a club like them, I think they another two years without a title it could be a Premier League title could be disastrous. And like they they were a disaster in the first half. That, I couldn't believe they changed it around. And Mourinho must have had a masterclass in the changing room. <laughs> yeah, it's my father's favorite team, and um, you know, uh, for so many years, like watching them and the amount of titles that they won under Sir Alex, um, and then you know, throwing a couple Champions League titles for them to, you know, I mean, they won the Europa League last year, which is kind of a, you know, it's like a secondary, uh, you know, so it was nice to win. You know, it got them into the Champions League, but. Yeah, they're after Premier League titles and, and Champions League. So, I mean, they got the money. Um, they got, I think they got the right foundation. But I don't know. I really don't know what the, you know, what's the missing step. Maybe, I don't know if it's uh, just another, maybe a couple attacking players, a couple center backs. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think uh, an experienced defender, a world-class experienced top defender would be, would be a big thing to control it from the back. De Gea is obviously doing a great job, but and with Smalling and Jones, they just didn't have um, they didn't have an experienced defender to show them the ropes when Vidic and Ferdinand left. So I believe a, a centre back with a top class centre back would be a, would be great addition. They should definitely splash the cash for for someone like that. Yeah, when they had those two uh, with Evra back there. Um, and uh, you know, even when when Skulls was still playing and and Giggs, uh, that was I mean, you know, I had Ronaldo for a long time, and when Rooney was was younger, that was a uh, you know that was a heck of a team. You know, they made it to a couple Champions League finals, actually won one, um, and just yeah, they were either winning a title or contending for one every year. So you know, I I think eventually they'll they'll get back to that point, um, but um, you know, but. Second place, I guess, for this year. You know, it's not great, I guess, for <laughs> the Manchester standpoint, but it could be worse. Absolutely, yeah, it's um, it's building. Now, uh, one question I wanted to ask you: I did a Google search on uh, for favorite athlete, athlete Mark Glenn, is it pronounced or Glenn? Yeah, I, I was not able to find anything. Uh, who <laughs> who is that? What sport does he play? He's he's actually one of my best friends. He's my best friend from from back in Ireland. He's, oh, okay. He's he's a big um, he's a, he's like six foot four, and he's he he's someone that you could say I looked up to considering he was taller than me. But um, 
No, he's he's best friend from home that that plays Gaelic football, which is a traditional sport, and he's uh he's very unlucky with injuries. But if he wasn't as injured as much, he'd be he'd be playing for the county team, no problem. But uh, yeah, he's he's in. I suppose he'd say I'm his inspiration as well. So we'll settle on on saying each other's heroes. Okay. Now, what's the difference between Gaelic football and like rugby? I'm I'm familiar with rugby. Gaelic football, I'm not quite sure. Uh, how is that played? Uh, it's it? um, it's you can you can hold it with your with your hands, and um, every three steps you have to uh, you have to bounce it, or you have to to keep it up, as as I suppose the Americans would call it, like kick the ball and, and catch it again. Yes. But uh, yeah, and there's there's a there's two big poles, and you have to stick it over them, and there's a goal. Obviously, you get if you score a goal, it's worth three points, and if you score a point, it's it's a point. So. Uh, it's very it's a, it's it's kind of a mix between rugby, lacrosse, and and soccer. Okay, so there's no like um like we'd call it in American football like an end zone or like the end line in in rugby. I don't know if it's called where you gotta. So there's no scoring like that. It's actually all either between the posts or in a net. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. There's no. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then I guess to end with, uh, I want want to know what what do you um, I guess. When you're done with uh, your time, you know, p- playing football here or soccer uh, in America, like what, do you, what are you looking forward to um, after that? What do you, what would you like to get into career-wise? Um, well, I'm studying uh, sports management here, and when, when I move on, I'm doing business admin. So um, I've been, I'm thinking a lot about recently, actually, and obviously my my aim is to to try and go from from playing in university to go into maybe a USL side and, and try and work my way up. Uh hoping to stay out here I think for, for the next couple of years and um but uh, if 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 you said to me in, in twenty years time would be a, a coach of one of a, a big D two or a big one D one school I'd say I'd delighted with that or if I was in the athletic director or something like that down them lines. Staying in sport and, and, and doing a bit of business while I'm at it, I'd be uh, more than happy with that. Sounds uh, sounds great. Sounds like a good good plan, and you know, definitely sounds like you got got a good head on your shoulders. Um, like I said, we enjoy having you, uh, Glenn. We're, we're glad you're coming back, um, and I, I just want to thank you for uh, joining me tonight on the the podcast. Um, and you know, enjoy the rest of your night, and uh, we'll look uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Absolutely, thanks. Right, thanks very on. much for having me. Okay, goodbye. Take care. And that was Glenn Holmes with the Rochester Answers. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Flower City Moving. Uh, need moving? Flower City Moving are your guys. Um, they will uh, load, unload, pack, and unpack, as well as uh, disassemble and reassemble. Moving can be stressful, but Flower City Moving makes the process a lot easier. Uh, Flower City Moving, you get the truck, we do the rest. Now that's it for today's uh, episode. Join me again next week where we'll have another uh, member of the Lancers or Lady Lancers on the team. Till then, goodbye Rochester.